The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Your bracket may bust, but your bankroll never has to with BetQL. Use promo code MARCH30 for 30% off the entire year of BetQL. That's BetQL and the promo code MARCH30. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a 2K season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. Follow the PicksWise Kappa contest at PicksWise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashard Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more. See which expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner-takes-all $10,000 prize over at PicksWise.com. And finally, we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like a stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at BetterEdge.com and use the promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge.com and the promo code SGP. You are listening to your Champions League and Europa League future show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, breaking down the quarterfinals here. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com, where my clients are heading towards their 94th month of Transparent Tracked Profit. If you look at the pinned tweet at SGP Soccer on Twitter, that's at SGP Soccer. It will always be the previous month. But if you go to the lockbetting.com Patreon site, you will be able to see months and months and months of PL because we are the only totally transparent service available. And you can come along on the journey from April the 1st. Sign up April the 1st as we head towards our 95th month of transparent track profit, looking to make money in the MLB, which will be back, continuing to make money in the NHL the NBA, tennis, boxing, and of course, soccer as we head towards the end of the soccer season. And that's why we are here covering the quarterfinals from the Champions League and the Europa League. And we will begin with the Champions League. 
The favourites to win this season's Champions League are Manchester City. They are the 2-1 favourites ahead of Bayern Munich, who are last season's champions. They are available at 7-2. Unfortunately for both of these teams, they were drawn on the same side of the draw. Therefore, if Manchester City are able to get past Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich are able to get past PSG, a repeat of last year's Champions League final, they will meet each other in the semis, opening it up on the other side of the draw for a surprise team to get through to the Champions League final. Chelsea are the favourites to get there. They're 5-1 to one to win this tournament, with Liverpool available at 11-2. Real Madrid are all the way out at 10-1, with a surprise package Porto at 30 Three to one. Everybody wanted to draw Porto, despite the fact they eliminated Juve. But Juve's performance throughout that tie was very lackluster. They hardly played in the first leg, only turning up for the first for the last half an hour, and then were unable to beat a 10-man Porto team, losing the game in extra time when Porto qualified via away goals. I don't think Chelsea will have any such problem giving their defensive record, eliminating Porto from this competition, setting up a potential semi-final against Real Madrid and Liverpool. The bookies cannot separate these two and the game is generally priced up at 10 to 11, 10 to 11 for either team to qualify with Liverpool narrowly favourites at most markets as, as indicated by the fact they are 11 to 2 to win this outright with Real Madrid at 10 to 1. With Liverpool, Real Madrid or Chelsea waiting in the final, many believe that the tie between Manchester City and Bayern Munich in the semi-final will decide this year's Champions League. Manchester City are the rightful favourites and that really does come down to statistical data. Looking at Manchester City's run at the moment, they have incredibly won 25 of their last 26 matches in all competitions. They have conceded 21 goals in 30 Premier League games and that's very, very difficult to do in a very, very attacking Premier League where a lot of the teams are even when you get outside of the top four. Looking at Manchester City's Champions League form, they have only conceded a single goal in eight Champions League matches is comfortably getting rid of Borussia Mönchengladbach by four goals to nil on aggregate. They now head into their tie against Dortmund and if they can contain Haaland, they will find themselves in the semi-final. Bayern Munich have a much more difficult task against PSG, but PSG have been inconsistent all throughout this season, not even tying up the French League. Inconsistency is the key phrase in this year's Champions League and the inconsistency of all of the other teams makes Bayern Munich and Manchester City the rightful favourites here and as I said the semi-final between these two teams could decide who wins this season's Champions League competition. There you go, a very quick rundown of the outright markets here in the Champions League. And that's probably a philosophy you guys have come to yourselves. I mean, that's just a very, very logical outlook on how the draw played out in this season's Champions League. Those guys who are more familiar with soccer betting, you'll be looking at that draw and coming to the same conclusion. Manchester City and Bayern playing each other in the semi-final is most likely going to be the decider. Although PSG could still have a 
say, just because they are very, very lacklustre in the league, they have turned up for some big games this season. Although they haven't turned up against most of the top sides in France at the beginning of the season, when push came to shove and it looked like they were going to lose this League One title, they did turn it on for a performance against Lyon. They did turn it on when they played Bayern Munich, uh, sorry, Barcelona in the last 16. And as they head into this game against Bayern Munich, they only lost the final narrowly by a goal to nil last season and had a few chances in the game. Kylian Mbappe was particularly poor in that Champions League final coming in off the back of an injury. So they do have a chance in that tie. Looking at the outright markets here for these quarterfinals, Manchester City are available at 1-6 to six to qualify ahead of Dortmund who are available at 7-2. to two. Manchester City, despite the fact that everybody seemingly wanted to draw Porto, Manchester City are the shortest favourites to qualify through to the next round. And as much as I'd like to make a case for Borussia Dortmund, I can't. I can't make a case for Dortmund going through. Obviously, they have a lot of decent players, Haaland being the key player. But with Manchester City's defence this season, I think they'll be able to contain him and I don't think Haaland is going to have a massive impact in this tie. For me, I would bet this by taking Manchester City on the money line just to win the first leg because if Manchester City don't win the first leg at home, then this tie suddenly becomes wide open and if it becomes wide open, 1-6 to six minus 600 looks like a very poor price to take here on City even if you are padding out a parlay of sorts. For Real Madrid and Liverpool, I spoke about it on the little musical piece there I just did. Both teams are split right down the middle. 10 to 11, 10 to 11. The bookies can't separate them. Some books do have Real Madrid available at even money if you shop around with Liverpool at 4 to 5. And obviously that's indicative of the way the market is shaped with Liverpool available at 11 to 2. So that obviously tells you that some books are slightly favouring Liverpool. I don't see it that way. I think Liverpool are missing too many key pieces and tactically Jurgen Klopp hasn't got it right throughout this entire season. Look, Liverpool like to press up high and it doesn't help that the players that are doing the pressing, the likes of Mane, Salah, Robertson and Trent Alexander-Arnold, they look tired. They don't look like they're pressing as hard as they should and they don't look like around the rest of the pitch that Liverpool are covering the number of yards that they usually cover. It's been very, very key to their success playing this heavy metal football and winning the ball higher up the pitch. But the key thing is this. What allows you to play that kind of football and push up the pitch is having Jordan Henderson dropping back and giving you defensive cover in front of your centre-backs. And then your centre-backs are Van Dijk and Joe Gomez. Behind them, you have Alisson. And Alisson in form, which isn't the Alisson we've seen this season. Without all of those ingredients, Liverpool aren't able to play that football, which makes them a very one-dimensional team. Klopp has made no adjustment throughout the season, which is why we are seeing Liverpool having such a horrendous season and having such a poor home record. I have no doubt in my mind that Real Madrid could win both ties here. Look, Real Madrid are an ageing team, but the fact is, on any given day, the like of Ramos, Cruz, Modric and Benzema still can turn in highly world-class performances. Then they are accompanied by other players who are still in a world-class category. You're talking about Courtois in goal. You're talking about Varane at centre-back. You're talking about Casemiro in midfield. You're talking about wide players that have been inconsistent and underperforming throughout their Real Madrid tenure. But on any given day, an Asensio, a Vincent Jr., even an Eden Hazard, if he can get fit, can make a difference in any game. I think Real Madrid have more quality here than Liverpool. 
I think they have a lot more Champions League pedigree. I understand Liverpool uh, lost the Champions League final to Real Madrid. I understand Liverpool won the Champions League the season before last, beating Tottenham. But Real Madrid won it three times in a row. And a lot of these players are still here. Yes, they don't have Cristiano Ronaldo. But Karim Benzema, despite being older now, has become a key player, a massive player at Real Madrid. If he gets chances here in this tie, he will finish them off. And I think Real Madrid are going to create a lot of chances against this high-pressing Liverpool team. Unless Liverpool come in here with a different tactic, I think this could be Real Madrid going through comfortably. And I love, love, love the price on taking them here to qualify here at even money with the bookies having this as a split and some people having Real Madrid as a dog I would jump all over that because I don't see Liverpool getting through in this tie and I think essentially that ends Liverpool's season because I don't think they're getting through the Champions League via the league position therefore no trophies and failing to qualify for a Champions League would make this a disastrous season you have to question Jurgen Klopp and I understand that he has won things here at Liverpool. I understand he's the most successful Liverpool manager since Kenny Dalglish, but the fact of the matter is... He's very, very one-dimensional. He hasn't been able to make the tactical adjustments to deal with the fact that you didn't have Van Dijk, Joe Gomez, and the fact that you even lost Jordan Henderson and couldn't play Jordan Henderson in his holding midfield position. He couldn't adjust to the fact that his wingers and his fullbacks weren't in the same form that they'd been in previous season, and the fact that fatigue has set it into the club. He couldn't find a position and a way to play Thiago Alcantara, who has been one of the biggest flops of the season. He's a luxury player at a time where you cannot afford a luxury player when you're losing game after game. Klopp has made no adjustments and it has to be brought into question. We constantly ask questions about Pep Guardiola. He can't do anything without Messi. He's gone to Bayern Munich and expectedly won the league but hasn't won a Champions League. He hasn't won a Champions League at Manchester City. Yes, he's won a league spending loads and loads of money, millions and millions and millions, but ultimately he's judged on his Champions League that he hasn't won at Bayern Munich and Manchester City and the criticism is constantly put on, on, uh, on Guardiola. But Klopp seems to be exempt from this criticism because he's a happy, smiling, dancing clown. No, that's not how things work here. Jurgen Klopp needs to be questioned for this totally poor and unacceptable season that Liverpool are having. And as I said, Real Madrid could essentially put an end to it here by knocking them out of the Champions League. And I think that is what's going to happen. Looking at the other ties here, Champions League final rematch between Bayern Munich and Paris Saint-Germain. Bayern Munich are four to six favourites here on the money line to win the first leg. I think it's absolutely essential here that they do. If they go to Paris with a draw, this, this all of a sudden becomes very, very wide open. And one of the key reasons why um, Manchester City are the favourites to win this is because of their defensive record. And the fact is, Bayern Munich are doing enough to win their league again this season. And Bayern Munich have looked phenomenal here in the Champions League. But the fact is, when you've played 26 games in the Bundesliga and you've conceded 35 goals, no one looks at the fact that you've conceded 78. They shouldn't have lost three games in the Bundesliga this season. They shouldn't have lost, uh, sorry, shouldn't have conceded 35 goals. This is a worrying sign when you come up against quality teams. And I think PSG will cause them problems. I don't think this is the foregone conclusion that some people think. I think for me, this is the toughest tie to call here in this round. I don't think it's Liverpool Real Madrid I think it comes down to PSG and Bayern Munich look every PSG manager is there to win the Champions League 
The league is almost an automatic. And for Pochettino to not have won the league already, or if he fails to win the league and fails to win the Champions League, he could have a very, very short term here as the PSG manager. So it's all or nothing here in the next eight games for Pochettino. Yes, they've managed to get back top, back to the top of League One, but they've been so inconsistent this season. There's no guarantees for once that they will win the French League. I think they will, but it's all going to come down to the Champions League. If they don't win the Champions League and they win the league, he will definitely get another season. But the light, but the thing is, how long is Neymar and Mbappe going to stay there while this team continue to fail Champions Leagues and they don't end up being contenders for the Ballon d'Or? Because Neymar went there to win a Ballon d'Or to get out of the shadow of Messi. Kylian Mbappe obviously wants to win the Champions League and wants to win Ballon d'Ors. He wants to be the greatest player in the world. He wants to take over the mantle from Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi and his performances this season have definitely put him in the conversation and the fact he's already won a World Cup at his age. So it'll be very, very interesting to see what happens in the future for PSG if they continue to fail to win the Champions League. Looking at this uh, final quarterfinal tie, look, Chelsea are now the favourites to, to reach a Champions League final. That was unthinkable when Frank Lampard got sacked, but it's down to what Tuchel has done. Tuchel could potentially take this team into second place in the Premier League. I think Manchester United are a little bit more inconsistent than Chelsea, and he's done this off the back of keeping 12... 12 clean sheets in 14 matches, seven clean sheets in a row at Stamford Bridge and winning 10 of their 14, last 14 assignments coming into this. So I don't think Porto are going to be a threat here to Chelsea. I understand they knocked out Juventus, but look, this is a team that are trailing Sporting Lisbon in the Portuguese league. Portuguese league is normally dominated by Benfica and Porto in this season Benfica and Porto are not going to win the league. Neither one of them are. They've given it up to Sporting Lisbon. And as I've made this point over and over again, the likes of Ajax, the likes of Porto, the likes of Benfica, they continue to sell players to the top teams and eventually it's going to catch up with them. I think with Ajax, they have such a good and legendary youth development system. You only need to go on Google and see all the players that have come through there. So therefore, the parents of up-and-coming 12- and 13-year-olds with a ton of talent will seek out the Ajax Academy. They will want their children to go to Ajax. So Ajax have that advantage over many, many clubs in the world, including at Porto and Benfica, whereas they do bring through a lot of players. Children's parents will prefer for their kids to be developed at Ajax due to the number of people, the number of top players that Ajax have churned out. So they won't suffer as much as Porto and Benfica. And there's almost an inevitability about what's happened to Porto and Benfica this season. But it is surprising to see Sporting Lisbon so clear. So I think that was a huge, huge upset for me for Porto to get through, actually, as convincingly as they did from the group with Manchester City because Marseille were so poor, they they possessed absolutely no threat. And Porto cruised through that group and for them to get past Juve. Very, very poor performances from Juve. And Juve are having a poor season. They're not going to win Serie A. They're going to lose their winning run in Serie A to Inter Milan, their biggest rival. And they've got out of the Champions League last 16 stage. So very, very disappointing into the career here for, for Cristiano Ronaldo. It'll be interesting to see who he plays for next season because it doesn't look like it's really worked out for Juve winning one league title, two exits in the Champions League at the last 16 phase. 
you have to look at this as a pretty disappointing return for Cristiano Ronaldo from his time here at Juve. So interested to see what happens there. But moving back to our tie, as I said, the, the form of Chelsea is too good. Everybody wanted Porto anyway. And I think Chelsea could potentially be the strongest team in that side of the draw. But it'll be very, very interesting to see if they can maintain that form when they get through to the semi-final against potentially Real Madrid, or at least I'm picking Real Madrid. And that makes Real Madrid very, very big, very, very big at 10 to 1 to win this competition. In fact, if you shop around, you can find them even bigger than that. There are 12 to 1s knocking around here for Real Madrid. Looking at other markets here, if you're looking at Champions League finals here, where it's name the finalist, the Chelsea-Manchester City All-English final is the favourite here at 10-3. to My final between Manchester City and Real Madrid here is available at 5-1, to with Bayern Munich and Real Madrid available here at 7-1. to I think both of those options are very, very interesting to me, because despite the fact Manchester City are in such good form, it does become a topper, a toss-up when you face such an attacking team like Bayern Munich. But for me, the statistical data does favour Manchester City. I think that's a very, very big game for Pep Guardiola to come up against his former team. And I do think City will edge them out. But I certainly would contemplate taking 5-1 to one and 7-1 to one here as a hedge against City here for a Bayern-Real Madrid final along with a City-Real Madrid final. An interesting option, an alternative here as well is the, the big price on the rematch between Bayern Munich and Chelsea, a previous Champions League final from the past. But this all-English final for me at, at 10-3 between Chelsea and Manchester City does look a little bit short. Finals against clubs from the same country are quite rare, and I can see something going wrong for, for one of these two teams. But as I said, Tuchel's team will be in a strong position to get there if they are still maintaining this kind of form, winning the number of games they've had. 10 wins out of 14, as I said, and a huge number of clean sheets thus far. So all very, very interesting stuff, but my head goes towards those those two plays here, 5-1 to one and 7-1, to one. City versus Real Madrid and Bayern Munich versus Real Madrid here as your Champions League finals. But I think initially I would get down on Real Madrid simply to qualify here at evens because I think at this even money price, this plus 100 price on them to get past Liverpool, I think you're getting significant value there looking at the personnel available and the forms of the two side going into this tie. I think Liverpool are being significantly overrated in their quarterfinal against Real Madrid. Moving on to the Europa League, which I said we'll touch on, and we'll touch on it very, very briefly because this has been an exclusive LockBetting.com show where we've been covering the Europa League and we've been doing very, very well with it so far this season. But looking at the Europa League outright markets, Manchester United now are obviously the clear favourites as the other favourites seem to be falling round after round after round. Tottenham were the were the favourites going into the last round, but we saw what happened to them. They suffered a very, very embarrassing loss to Dynamo Zagreb, who are now the bottom favourites here at 40-1. to 1, And Tottenham are out of the tournament. We've seen Bayer Leverkusen go. We've seen Leicester City go. 
We've seen Napoli dumped out of the tournament. We saw AC Milan eliminated, but of course they were eliminated by Manchester United. And I think that's why Man U are such strong favourites for this at 7-4. They have the best team in the tournament and their game against Milan had a very, very cup final feel to it in terms of a lot of people thought that the winner of that one would go on to win the tournament. So underneath Manchester United, we are left with Arsenal at 11-4, Villarreal at 5-1, Ajax 6-1, 9-1 Roma, 28-1 on Granada, who face Manchester United in the next round. Slavia Prague 28-1 and Dynamo Zagreb, Conquerors of Tottenham, available at 40-1 here. Looking at the quarterfinals, it looks very, very likely that Manchester United are going to reach a Europa League semi-final here. It's very, very difficult to see Granada winning. That's why Manchester United are available at 1-7. to Villarreal are available at 4-11 to to end Dynamo Zagreb's run in this competition, and I think they will do. That will then set up a semi-final, I think, between Villarreal and Arsenal, who should be able to get past Slavia Prague here. But they're available at 1-4, to and I think that That's very, very short, given the fact that Slavia Prague have been the conquerors of British clubs, knocking out Glasgow Rangers and the round prior to that, Leicester City. But I think Arsenal may have a little bit too much for them, but it will be essential that Arsenal win this first leg at home. Slavia Prague have been able to go away to Rangers and away to Leicester and pick up positive results. Therefore, it's essential that Arsenal probably get this done in the home leg here against Slavia Prague. And that comes up first. Arsenal are the one to two favourites here to win the home leg against Slavia Prague. The game between Ajax and Roma for me is a complete toss up. I lean Roma. But um, I'm not 100% confident about that. The winner of that tie will end up playing Manchester United over two legs. And I prefer Manchester United taking out one of these teams over two legs because I do think they pose the the biggest danger after Arsenal. And uh, I prefer to get them here in the semi-final and beat them over two legs home and away like we did against AC Milan. And that should set up an all-English final between Arsenal and Manchester United if Arsenal can can get past Villarreal. And I think the all-English final is a a lot more likely here than it is in the Champions League. Arsenal have nothing to play for. Arsenal aren't going to qualify for the Champions League via their league position. They may not even qualify for Europe. So it's all or nothing here for Arsenal in the Europa League. And they have a very, very nice side of the draw. As I said, Slavia Prague, you would have taken that at the start of the competition. But as they are conquerors of two British clubs, Arsenal need to be cautious of them. I just don't see Slavia getting through three in a row. And I just don't see Arsenal being eliminated by Villarreal. So that's a nice side of the draw for Arsenal. It's a nice first game for Manchester United, but ultimately they will have to get past Roma or Ajax. But I don't think there's any reason here to to deny the fact that Manchester United are worthy favourites here at 7-4. And I'd be very disappointed as a fan if Manchester United don't win this competition from this point with just Arsenal, Villarreal, Ajax, Roma, Granada, Slavia Prague and Dynamo Zagreb remaining in the competition. So it's a bit of an open goal here for Manchester United and I I, I am expecting them to, to score that open goal and win this trophy. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done decent at Man United 
tested. It hasn't, he's proven that it's not always beneficial to just push the red button and fire managers constantly. He has turned it around. We look a little bit more tactically astute. We've, we're getting more out of players that Mourinho wasn't getting anything out of. And we've seen huge development from some players. Harry Maguire's got a lot better and our fullbacks have improved tenfold. Luke Shaw and Wambasaka should be the fullbacks for England. I've no doubt in my mind that Shaw will be, but Wambasaka cannot get in a squad at the moment. I love our fullbacks. I prefer Henderson in goal to De Gea. Um, I like Lindelof, but I still think for Manchester United, he's not right. I would be looking at a centre-back or at least some centre-back cover. We can always strengthen up in the midfield, especially if we lose Paul Pogba in the summer, who's obviously been a lot better. And obviously, obviously if we're looking at this at the moment, Pogba's there. Pogba's an in-form Manchester United player. And whether he's playing to, to get a new contract or whether he's playing to put himself in the shop window to attract the attention of PSG or Real Madrid, it doesn't matter at the moment, or even a Juve, it doesn't matter at the moment, because the fact is, Paul Pogba is playing the best that Paul Pogba has played in years, and that can help Manchester United to obviously win this Europa League, and to make sure they finish second in the Premier League this season, so still lots to play for for Man U, but as I said, I was speaking about it earlier, it's all or nothing here for Arsenal, this is their only route into the Champions League, and possibly even Europe, because they are doing that poorly in the Premier League at at the moment. So this will be an interesting competition, but I do lean towards an all English final here in this one. Closing out with the lock on the show, I did say that I'd bring the locks back for the show. I still want the reviews though for the Soccer Gambling Podcast because we've been on an incredible run. Look what we've been doing with the international shows. Nine and two run off the two we've done so far. The third show is currently available now. So please, please, please continue to leave your reviews for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. And also go and check out lockbetting.com. Go and look at the PLs. If you don't sign up for the full package, why don't you just try it originally on a podcast pack because you will get the, the European show every week. And the European show is very, very similar to how we've been doing the Europa League show and how we've been doing the international shows here on, on the podcast. If you look at the international shows, what we do is we look at all of these international fixtures and we've been giving you six or seven really, really good leans and it's been returning for you. It's nine and two so far across the first two international weeks. The European show does that every week. It's $10 a month to get that show. That's just $2.50 a week. So leave a review for the Soccer Gambling Podcast and continue to, to, to leave those reviews even if you're getting your locks back here. And of course, go and check out lockbetting.com. The PL is always the pinned tweet. The previous month's PL is always the pinned tweet at SGP Soccer. For the lock here on this show, I'm going to go for Real Madrid at even money to knock Liverpool out of the Champions League, essentially ending their season. I think they're a the better form team. I think they've got more pedigree on in this competition. I think they've got better personnel. I think they've got a better tactical manager. The way that they set up and handled Atalanta and what was going to be a very, very tricky tie was very, very impressive to me, whereas RB Leipzig didn't seem to turn up against Liverpool. So I understand this is all Liverpool have left to play for this season, but for Real Madrid, they're also trailing in the league, in La Liga. So for them, I think this represents the best chance of a trophy as well. That's it for me in this edition of the Champions League Future Show. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.